ATRP Back at it again, man That's a cold-ass beat right there Yeah, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up Check it out I'm back, y'all, true tomorrow Saturday night, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Trill Talk, ATRP, All Things Relevant Podcast. Man, y'all know what it is. If you want to get in contact with me, definitely hit me up at trilldtalk at gmail.com. You can also leave a voice message on Anchor. If you go to Anchor, definitely look up Talk. Just throw it in and then it come up. Y'all can check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a couple other spots. <clears throat> Man, happy birthday to my daughter. My, my daughter turned 13 on Friday, the 27th. <clears throat> um. <laughs> My daughter is hilarious. Um, so, I'll tell y'all a quick story. My daughter wanted, for her birthday, the only thing she wanted was to get a nose ring. So, she brought this to my attention way back two months ago. Now, right out the gate, I, I said no. Right out the gate. Then she hit me with, well, mommy said I could. So, I called her mom and I was like... Now, mind you, I got primary custody of our kids, but I, I still respect mom's input. So I called her and said, uh, what's going on? Danae said you said it was OK for her to get a nose ring. Now, she had just got her hair highlighted with blonde streaks. You know, she got black hair and she wanted the blonde streaks. She got her hair, her hair flat iron, uh, straight, straight. Okay, so my daughter got a lot of hair, and that's what she wanted. So I was like, okay. So you know, I you know I paid for all that, let her get her little blonde streaks, you know. So her mom and I'm talking to her mom. I said, you know, Danae say, uh, you said it was okay for her to get nose ring, and she said, yeah, it's you know she's young, I know, but it's just something she wanted. Blah blah blah. I said, okay. So I told my daughter I would. I, I, honestly, I told her no because she's too young. A week later, <laughs> this little girl hit me with um, a uh, reason that she 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 thought it was a good reason. Uh, she gave me like a little. Um, 
display, uh, not a display. She gave me a little rundown of why she should get this uh, nose ring. So I told her I would consider it because uh, this little presentation she gave me, she put a lot into it. So a little presentation on her phone. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll I at least think about it. So I said, I at least think about it. So as I'm, as I'm thinking about it the last, these last two months, I started thinking about how I was as a kid. I, most of us as parents, we try to do the best by our children. Uh, we try to make sure, try to keep them, our, our children, excuse me, uh, try to keep our children from having to go through some of the ups and downs that, that we went through as kids. So I never had the, the nose ring issue, but I always wore earrings. So, um, so I started thinking that, thinking about it from that perspective. What was the negatives? What was the positives? Positives. Well, the positives are all for her. The negatives, it, I really, it, it wasn't really much other than she's too young for it. But I had came around. I was going to let her get it. So she called her mom. Wednesday night, because I was going to take her Thursday after she got out of school, because she wanted to have it for when she got and when she went to school on Friday for her birthday. So she called her mom and or text her and I'm up front in the living room just uh, watching. Uh, Amazon Prime. I was what actually. So. So y'all, don't don't clown me. Matter of fact, I don't even care, man. Listen, I, I watched Angel. This is my third time watching the entire series. Angel is the the shit, you know, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I watched Buffy, but I've watched Angel twice. Uh, this is the second time I've watched the entire season. So I was watching it, I, man. Whatever, man. Y'all can say what y'all want. I like Angel. Anyway, so I'm up. I'm up front watching it. My daughter come up upset. Mommy said no, blah, 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 blah. I was like, no, what? And my earring, she said I'm too young, blah, blah, blah. So I told her, I said, I'll call your mom and I'll check. And so she said basically that she thought more about it and she felt like it wasn't appropriate. My daughter, highly upset. She is a she's a liar. You know, and I had to go from the laughing mode to listen, little girl. You're not going to talk like that about your mom. That's not you're not going to be disrespectful like that. And she said, OK, but well, I'm still man. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so my daughter said, so I let her stay home from school. Now, technically. Um. We've gotten back to the where she could where get the kids every other week because um, we had got away from that because of some things that had took place and she had moved to Tampa and blah, blah, blah. She's back in Jacksonville. You know what it is. So. Um, the nay says, I'm not going to mommy's. <laughs> she don't want to go over there. So I'm like, okay, I'll just let it ride. And so she, she wanted to stay home. And so she stayed home from school 
And then she asked me to pick up her friend, her best friend, Emma. So I picked Emma up. And then uh, today they went to the movies. So, but like I said, we try to do the best we can by our kids. Um, I think a lot of times uh, we we don't get it right sometimes. You know, that's just human nature and that's how we are as parents. Um, but we try definitely done to get we try definitely as parents to make sure that whatever th- whatever we get wrong, it's minimal to the development of our children, the, the positivity of our children, um, the growth of our kids. So. Wednesday, I was watching something, and it, now there there are times where we think other parents aren't doing it right. But who are we to question other parents? As long as we don't see another parent harming their child, we don't know what goes on in that household. We don't know what type of child they have. We don't know what's go- what goes on. Now, I bring this up because in recent months, there's been some negativity from individuals thinking they have the right to tell other parents what to do. And I'm speaking in regards to, and actually not just tell other parents, but to tell other people was right for, for for them. And then the same person <clears throat> has gone into creating a conspiracy about certain things. So Dwayne Wade and his wife decided that it was appropriate to allow his son to transition to a chan- transgender female. And his child is only 13, I think. It's, it's age, her age, excuse me. Um, I personally don't have an issue with people making choices. And, you know, for those of us who want to say, well, 13 is too young, I think I might want to think back to what y'all were doing when you were 13. And uh, so the, the person, the antagonist to this whole situation is Lil Boosie. <laughs> um, interesting that he tried to tell Dwayne Wade how to raise his son, aka Zaire, as a girl, when he paid for his son to have sex with a prostitute. It's kind of like, eh. I guess in Boosie's mind, he's still keeping his son as a male, gender specific, you know. But he also had this thing where he's he's out defending the baby. And, you know, I mentioned that the other day, other week in my podcast. He's defending the baby. And I, I like again, I don't have a problem with, you know, what people say or do. Um, it's not my place to judge, but I just find it interesting that Boosie is, Boosie is so invested in this whole thing about gayness. You know, he's tripping over um, 
uh, Nas X, I can't think of his name, <laughs> um, doing his performance. Um, and so he had this posting the other day, and he's saying that gay people are turning our kids gay. They have an agenda to turn the kids gay. I need to point out something. You know, gayness has been around for a long time. People have been gay and lesbian for years, decades, centuries. Come on, man. This is not new. I personally, like I said, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, who am I to tell somebody who to be in love with or who not to be in love with, who to have sex with? I'm not. I can't. I'm not on that type of time. I wish motherfuckers would just be more intellectual. <laughs> I, I, I would prefer motherfuckers to just hit the books um, and, and and do that versus worrying about whether or not somebody's having sex with another person that might be the same sex or not the same sex or whatever, same gender. I just don't get the, the fascination or the necessity to speak out against people that are gay. I could give up care about people gay or people straight or people binary i don't care i'm not in somebody else's bedroom um if my son or daughter came home and said that's the tendencies they have that's my son and my daughter i'm gonna love my son and my daughter regardless you know what i'm saying so but boosty i guess i don't know he's on other a whole new level um but this is interesting because everybody is some other guy I saw uh, on that same uh, link also saying there's an agenda. But I'm like, do you guys not remember Flip Wilson? Uh, uh, Eddie Murphy dressed up as a female in, in a skit. Uh, Arsenio Hall coming to America. Y'all, y'all have forgot about all that. Y'all have forgot about Jamie Foxx and Wanda, Martin and Shanaynay. Come on, man. What? It, this ain't not an agenda. Gayness has been around for eons, man. That's not new. Gay, gay, gay people, lesbians. It's not new. Now, what might be new is the new terms they've added, binary and all this other stuff. But this ain't new. You know, and, and some of you people need to go back to school because biologically, a child's sex isn't determined till months down the road after they've been hibernating in the mom's belly for a minute. So I personally don't, like I said, I personally don't care of somebody's sexual orientation. But I just find it interesting that, you know, Boosie is so animate. <laughs> about it it makes you wonder well bruh are you gay maybe you just scared of it i don't know to each his own is what i say to each his own you know it's a whole lot of other stuff that's been going on so yeah like i told y'all earlier you know i always i talk about different things so i had to jump on that whole topic right there about you know, Lil Boosie and, you know, they're talking about the gayness agenda. <laughs> I don't know. 
I, I don't see it. You know, uh, like I said, it's, that's been around for a minute. But I, I talk about a whole bunch of stuff. You know, I want to talk about a little politics real quick. You know, this whole situation in Afghanistan. It is totally, totally dis disheartening. But I keep seeing all these posts where people are just going in on President Biden. And these people have no clue about all the facts. Matter, I, I, let me throw out some facts. Now, I do not, I'm going to say this, I do not blame Trump for the... Actually, I don't fully blame Trump for the uh, surrender of the Afghan security forces of their country. I don't, I don't blame him for the, when the, the Afghan president decided to leave the country. I don't blame him for that. Now, what I will bring to y'all's attention is that, first off, the guy Miller, I can't think of his first name. He's an asshole. Miller was the one that slowed down the visa applications. Damn near to a halt. And he was complaining in, in meetings that they spoke about of the immigration of Afghans to the United States. He made it a point in a lot of the uh, in a, a lot of these meetings to make his point heard based on racial stereotypes. So that's the first thing. Second thing. The guy second in command, or no, he's actually in command now. But uh, Bradder, Bradder, I think, I think his name, Abdul Bradder, or something like that. He was in a prison in Pakistan. He was captured in 2010 by a joint operation of the CIA and the Pakistan military. He was in prison in Pakistan up until 2018, when Donald Trump's people petitioned to have him released. Now he's the de facto leader of the Taliban, Taliban, whatever you want to call them, Taliban, Talibians, I don't know. Um, and across Afghan, the, the negotiation between the Taliban and Donald Trump included the release of Taliban fighters between one and five thousand of them. 1,000 and 5,000. So you can see why the Afghan army defected. But you got these ardent Trump supporters who don't look up all the facts. They don't really care about all the facts. They just care about supporting Donald Trump. That's a shame. But that's what's going on in this situation. To me, it's it's sad um, to see 
this situation occur. But we knew this something like this was going to happen. But we our military never goes into uh, a mode where it thinks that the, the people they're training will up and quit. Not in mass. How the whole damn Afghan security force just quit. Come on, man. Y'all really want to continue to blame Biden for this? That just makes no sense. It ain't even about the facts. It's about that you just don't like Democrats, Biden or any other Democrat. That's what it is. Anyway, man, this this has been an interesting week, a little bit, I'd say. Um, just 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 the things that have happened. But the funniest part for me is it's been with my daughter. <laughs> my daughter keeps me laughing like crazy. So I don't know. Anyway, man, I um I'm a uh in this tonight's show, I'm actually gonna play a song. And before I do that. Let me uh, let me address something else. There's two other subjects I just thought about that I wanted to address. Um, I've been a Mason. I, I was raised in 1989 in April, April 19th to be exact. April 19th, 1989, um, at RAF Greedham Common in England. I was raised in my. Uh, Master Mason level, third degree Master Mason. In 1994, I demitted from that lodge, uh, Ralph W. McBride Lodge number 160, and I joined C.P. Houston Lodge number 140 in uh, uh, Ankara, Turkey. And I, while I was there, I had an event down at Inzerlik Air Base where um, we had a security forces tournament, special special security forces tournament. I was involved in that because so I was on our on the team, the security team. And but that same weekend, I attained my thirty second degree in masonry. Now, any brothers out there, y'all know that that was a hard weekend for me. I got no sleep. Was and, and I say that because. Any brothers that know what it takes to get your 32nd degree, you know it was hard. And keep in mind, also, I'm in this cop tournament, security police tournament. And we had the obstacle course in that tournament. We had uh, three security uh, scenarios. We had the firing range uh, and we had the physicals. And we also had a written exam. So I was tired. I was worn out that weekend. But it's interesting when people who have never, ever done anything in their lives, or even those who have but are not Masons, want to tell another Mason what the fraternity is about. I don't get that. It just sounds stupid to me. I had a conversation with someone. They trying to tell me about masonry as devil worshipers. I'm like, man, we don't worship no devil. As a matter of fact, our obligation 
um, denounces uh, Satanism. You cannot be a Mason and worship Satan. It goes against our very foundation. We get our, our a lot of our history come out of the Bible, but we got history to come out of the Torah. It comes out of the Holy Quran. Um, so the majority of Masons, although a lot are religious in the fact that they're Christians or uh, and, and the like, we also have uh, Muslims. We have very few Catholics, though. Um, but your religion is doesn't matter as long as you believe that there is a supreme being, you are able to become a Mason. But you cannot worship the devil and you cannot be an atheist. But why do people speak on stuff that they know nothing about and then challenge somebody? So and this this all came about because my I just recently got me a license plate. And on the front of my license plate, I put a Masonic emblem and I put YBI in the lower uh, left hand corner. So the YBI thing is a whole different subject. We're not going to talk about that. But anyway, so I got challenged on that and I explained, you know, the things about it. And it's like, how are you going to worship the devil? Blah, blah, blah. Man, I don't worship no devil, you know. But people want to speak on stuff that they have no clue about. So, and what's funny is this person will say, it's a secret society. I was like, well, if it's a secret society, how the hell you know about it? Well, what do you mean? I say it can't be secret. By definition, it can't be a secret because you know about it. You're not a member of the fraternity, so you know about it. It ain't a secret. Well, you know what I mean. Y'all y'all don't tell everybody what, what goes on, what y'all be doing. I'm like, do you tell everybody what goes on in your house? Well, that's different. I'm like, how? <laughs> he couldn't explain it. It's like, oh, come on, man. Go somewhere. Go somewhere with that bullshit. This is like crazy, man. Like why you why why does it matter, man? What what we do, you know? I, and what's funny is that when they he like to call us devil worshippers, I'm like, so you think Dr. Martin Luther King was a worship the devil? What do you mean? I said, well, Dr. King was a Mason. W. B. Du Bois was a Mason. Sixteen of our U.S. presidents, including George Washington, was Masons. And you think these people worship the devil? Man, nobody worship no damn devil. Stop with that nonsense. Say it just makes no sense. He said, "Well, I'm gonna look more of it up." I say, "You do that, man." So I've been traveling for, oh my God, was it thirty years now? <laughs> Eighty nine, ninety nine, two thousand nine, twenty nineteen, thirty thirty two years. I've been traveling as a as a brother. So. It's, it's crazy um, how people talk and don't know what the hell they be talking about. And they love to push these conspiracy theories. Example. I'm watching. I'm just reading these comments um, yesterday about Tupac and Biggie. Now, according to these people, Suge Knight killed Tupac, Biggie, and Easy. Whew. Say, well, he Suge admitted to killing Easy on Arsenio. No, he did not. He said he admitted to knowing what happened. 
you know, he never said he was the one to uh, inject. As he think, you know, as that person was saying, he thinks that uh, Easy was injected with the AIDS virus. That's not the case. Easy died because Easy got around. He wasn't gay, but he got around. So you fucking everybody around, every chick, you got to understand. There were guys who had it and women who caught it from other reasons who, and he caught it. He got sick. God rest his soul. The brother um, didn't make it. But Suge had nothing to do with that. Tupac. <laughs> he wanted to say he killed Tupac. He there was no financial worth. There was for the people who don't know. From my understanding, there was no insurance policy on Tupac. The only only money that Tupac was had attached to him was the money from the labels. And by the way, Suge had already began helping to helping Pac to create his own label. Because they want to say Suge wanted to kill him because he wanted to leave the company. No, Suge wasn't, didn't care about that part. He still was going to make money off of Tupac. Y'all people don't understand record contracts. That's the thing. So, and then we get into Biggie. They say he killed Biggie. Man, back. To, let me back it up. And Tupac didn't kill Biggie. Orlando, uh, I'm sorry, Suge Knight didn't kill Tupac. Orlando Baby Lane killed Pop. Anybody who lived in L.A. at that time that had any association with the streets knew that boy's name. And he was a shooter. Everybody knew that. Now, I had never met the kid, but I heard his name before when I was living in uh, L.A. I, I didn't meet any of them guys, to be honest with you. And it was crazy because I, I traveled all through L.A. during that time frame. I, I was all over the place playing basketball, going to clubs, kicking it, hanging out with homies, <laughs> hanging out with people from Long Beach when I lived in Long Beach. So, but Baby Lane was a shooter and, and everybody knew that. So, in regards to, to Biggie, now, I had not heard, well, I'll tell you that back. I heard different names that were thrown out there about who killed uh, Biggie. And uh, I, it was not a retaliation. Uh, the retaliation for Tupac, I mean, there's a lot of people died in Compton after that. You know, because uh, Baby Lane was uh, Southside, a Southside Compton Crip. So, and Pac wasn't a blood. Pac was a pirate. I mean, Pac was a civilian when it came to the gang banging, but he was running around with pyro bloods. So, and the dude that got his chain snatched, what all this was about, he was a pyro blood. But there's, un there's, there's, there's unwritten rules when it comes to that type of shit. And, and I, I'm sorry, I'm adjusting the, the conversation a little bit. But there's there's, diff, there's unwritten rules when it comes to uh, when you when you're in a situation and y'all 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 catching phase, man. So money that come fall on the ground or chains or whatever earrings, watches, you know, hey, 
That spoils of the war. You lose it. So Pac messed up when he intervened. Now, I will blame Suge for this. Pac messed up when he intervened, when he got involved with that fight. I understand Pac's position because when you're hanging out with people, those are boys, you're going to get involved with whatever they do. That's just how it is. So I understand that, but Suge should have made him stand down because that was gangbanging shit, and he ain't had nothing to do with gangbanging. So as far as uh, Big is concerned, uh, all the, the things that I had heard, none of it made sense. I heard about a cat with a bow tie killing him. Or they said a, a member of the Nation of Islam, uh, FOI, uh, who had killed him. Uh, the, the guy that is, turns out his name was Poochie, um, is the one that killed Biggie. So it wasn't Suge Knight, but these people like to talk about this shit and don't have a clue. They talk about it and don't have a clue. But that said, in regards to Pac. There's a uh, this cat named Glasses Malone. Actually, Glasses and I have been uh, uh, Twitter friends for a minute. We've been Instagram friends for a minute. I've communicated a little bit with him. You know, just nothing, no, nothing like we know each other or nothing like that. So it's just, you know, I, I've always been a fan of uh, Glasses Malone. So, but the homie... Uh, did a song recently that that uh actually opened old wounds but the song that he he did he did it for a reason well obviously everybody do a song for a reason but um he did it because in his mind and which is reality only one side of that story has been told so and he basically Wanted to uh, give Baby Lane side of the story. Now he he uh, I don't know if he knew Baby Lane directly. I think he did because he's a um, if I remember correctly, he is a East Side gangster crib i think he he ran either with grape street or or something like some some somewhere like that in that area um in in cali where he he uh became a crip so but he wanted to tell the story from baby lane's perspective and uh so which you know you you, you have to be able to understand that you may not agree with it but there's always two sides to every story so and that was his his point of making the song. So I'm actually going to play that song. I'm, I'm not going to play um, Backyard Boogie, uh, which was. Um, the song that I opened up the, the show with. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not going to play that one because I want to I wanted to touch on this whole situation with Pac. And I kind of play this song so y'all can get an idea more of what took place with that. So it's your boy Trill Damone. We're going to close the show out with the homie Glasses Malone and 
Tupac must die. Uh, so y'all just keep, I hope y'all keep following me, keep listening to me. I hope I get more and more folks checking me out. You know, like I said, if you want to critique my show, if you got something to say, you want to disagree with, definitely hit me up. You can drop a message, send me via email, trilldtalk at gmail.com. You can also leave a voice message on Anchor. I don't know if they have the voice message connected to Spotify or any of the others. But again, y'all have my my email, my Facebook page. Is, uh, actually, I don't know what my Facebook page name is. I, my name is Trill Damone, so if you look me up that way, you'll find me. Um, I'm also I'm also on Instagram as well as on Twitter, although I rarely ever use my Twitter account. I really don't like Twitter very much. Um, so. So make sure y'all follow me next week. Uh, today is August 28th, 2021. Just finished the show. And so y'all check me out next week. Uh, I think it will be September 4th or 5th. Somewhere like that. But y'all make sure y'all check me out. We're going to get into this, this track coming up right here. I wanted y'all to listen to. Get an idea of what uh, the perspective is from someone else's point of view on uh, uh, the killing of Tupac Shakur. Again, Pac, God bless his soul. God bless Biggie. And uh, we hope they live in a better life <laughs> in eternal heaven. So I'm your host, Trill Damone. It is uh, 8R For over 20 years You've heard one side of the story Now hear mine Like a G-Shirt, a 